0: There are some that I think their entire identity is their issues, and they bring forth those issues constantly to social media or in in public settings. And so when you do that, you're not allowing for yourself to grow. If anything, you're putting yourself in a situation where it's a part of that identity that you have.
1: I want to welcome everybody back to the Statues Podcast. I am your host, Crystal, and we also here have my co-host, Dan. On today's podcast, I want to touch up on a topic that's very important to me, and I feel like I've been wanting to for a very long time now. Um, I want to talk about mental health. More than ever in our society now and the current state of the world, mental health plays such an important role in how we go about our everyday life. My question to you is how do you cope? Because I feel like we're always at home. You know, we're always stuck in our four walls. So you really have time to think, you know, and sometimes our thoughts, they get the better of us. So how do you cope with your mental health during like now?
0: I try to focus on productivity more than the other thoughts that are like storming inside my head. Right. Because it's like you said we're stuck in between these four walls we're, we're not doing much except for being at home for me i focus on what i have control of right now and what i have control of is what i can do with my very own two hands whether that be work whether that be planning for the company whether that be planning for a podcast i'm constantly working and planning and then when i'm done with all that if it's time for me to relax i focus on relaxing period i try not to let my thoughts get to me i try not to think about things that are unnecessary to me and that kind of helps settle everything that my mind goes through in a day
1: i feel like because like sometimes because i know here for us we don't play music around the house so it's so quiet you know sometimes when when it's too quiet don't you just think though doesn't your mind just wander to some to like a certain place that you don't want to
0: sometimes it does right but that's the thing is i've made it a very important thing for me to learn how to control what my mind goes through when i go through it so if I wake up and I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a very certain way today, it, whether it be like I wake up depressed or I wake up really sad or I'm waking up anxious, I'll go take a quick shower, wash away all that, wash away that feeling. Or like, for example, I'll come down and I'll make myself a coffee. The moment I'm making coffee, I'm focused on making my coffee. How much condensed milk do I put in? How much beans do I want today? How strong do I want it? I focus on things that I can focus on, that I have control over. Those thoughts that I wake up with, I don't have control over those things. Because mm-hmm. those things, they come and they go. Mm-hmm. And when they come, they come in herds. And when they go, they, they leave altogether. But with these things, I have control over it. I can allow myself to focus on whether it be waking up and you know coming down making a coffee or... Coming down and just sitting in silence for a little bit before the world gets busy. Yeah. I like to enjoy the silence. I don't like for the silence to be something that's haunting.
1: I feel like although we talk about it more now because it's it's happening more and more to everybody in their 20s, going into their 30s and onwards, although it is talked about, I feel like sometimes it's still a taboo topic. I feel like especially for me personally, my experiences living in the house that I did, it's like, oh, like we don't want to talk about it because it's it's like a weakness. If I were to say it to, you know, my mom, she'd be like, oh, like you don't know what that is the topic will never be talked about ever again
0: and that's something that i think is very a a lot of people even even some listeners they can relate to right is that yes to a certain crowd depression and mental health is such a taboo topic but to others it's such an open conversation Mm -hmm. for me If it comes to a point where I'm talking to someone and they bring it up, yeah, I'm willing to talk about it. But is it something that I would bring up on my own? No. It's something that I've come to terms with is understanding my own mental health. Mm -hmm. I don't need to talk it through every day with someone. I don't need to relive every moment of of what I go through. Mm -hmm. It's something that for me, I know very well for myself what I need to do and what I suffer with is it a taboo topic to some yes i i do agree that it is and and to some it's not there are some that do go and abuse the fact that like they they suffer from mental health issues right mm-hmm. and and you see it quite a you see it quite a lot now and there are some that they bring awareness to mental health which is great you know mm-hmm. i'm all for bringing awareness i It's the reason why I built Statues Collective was to assist those that are suffering from mental health issues by using what we have and by what we know, bringing it back and assisting them by showing them a means to work their issues out.
1: Yeah, I know that like for our company, Mental Health. Is such an important thing because I feel like when we talk about like, oh, like why we do things for the like for people in our company, especially to our families, you know, to our friends, you know, like they don't understand it. You know, they 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 don't understand why we put such a huge emphasis on mental health in our company.
0: Mental health. It's not something that is easily understandable. Mm -hmm. Everyone suffers differently and everyone copes with it very differently. Mm -hmm. I think because I did start my career off a little rough, that I understood more about mental health. I'm a little more open with it. With mental health, for me, it is a very important part of my life. It is a very important part of the aspects of my career. But I think that over-abusing it also can become a very negative thing. That's Mm -hmm. why I try not to focus on it. The main focus of the company is mental health. Yes, assisting those that are lost in their life by helping them find their own path. Mm-hmm. Only then do I feel that some people can truly go down that path of fixing their mental health, of yeah. understanding why they're on it, why they're suffering in the first place. Yeah, If mental health could be looked at that way, I feel like there, there would be a lot more people that would understand mental health. Like, for for example, like even even me, I still suffer from like really bad anxiety and uh, and depression. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's not a topic that I bring up and it's not a topic that I shy away from. Mm-hmm. It's that I understand what makes me anxious. I understand why I'm depressed. Yeah, yeah. So it's those things that I can work on daily. Anxiety and depression some people call it demons some people call it their best friend and i understand from both sides mm-hmm. how it could be your best friend because i've lived with anxiety and i've lived with depression for so long that it is a part of me
1: it's like it's sometimes as sad as it is as it is it's sometimes a little comforting yeah because you're so you're in the headspace where like you live and breathe this yeah so sometimes it's like oh like i'm comfortable there, there, there's no need for me to leave that comfort but then without realizing it it gets it gets worse and yeah. then it gets worse from
0: there that's where uh self-awareness comes in mm-hmm. being self-aware and understanding more about yourself mm-hmm. for me i've had the opportunity to continuously explore new perspectives of my own life there was a time where you know, I was starting out my career and I was working at McDonald's. So I understand certain aspects of my life and what had happened during those times that attribute to why I am the way I am now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Or, you know, like when I was living on Jane and Finch, certain aspects of that that have made me who I am now. When I lost my company the first time. Yes, certain aspects of that that have made me who I am. Mm-hmm. And to this day, still being self-aware so that I understand why I am the way I am. Mm -hmm. So that this way I can change the way I am. Yeah. When I'm self-aware, it allows for me to be able to regurgitate a lot of the bad things that have happened and try to change those so that people understand the good that came out of it.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like the one thing that you said earlier that I wanted to like to ask was like, when you say that people they abuse the uh, the mental health. Yes. Like, what exactly do you do you mean by that? You know, because I, I know that it, it's easier like said like that, but I feel like there's more to to that. Like, yeah. Like, what is it?
0: Well, there are some that I think their entire identity is their issues, and they bring forth those issues constantly to social media or in in public settings and so when you do that you're not allowing for yourself to grow if anything you're putting yourself in a situation where it's a part of that identity that you have like for me i have anxiety really bad anxiety yeah but it doesn't mean that it is a part of me there are things that my anxiety doesn't allow for me to do but i still try and do it i got into two car crashes So those two car crashes are both on highways and in a busy, busy city. Mm -hmm. Because of my anxiety, I can no longer drive the highway and I can no longer go into big cities without starting to feel like I'm having a panic attack. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But that doesn't stop me because I also understand that if I don't do those things, I'm not going to be able to work. I'm not going to be able to do certain things that normal people want to do. Mm -hmm. there are days where we want to go to toronto and we want to go and shop if i let my anxiety take over we would never be able to do those things (laughs) you would never be able to experience and have the fun that we could have doing what we wanted to Mm -hmm. but there are some that use it as a crippling method where it's like oh uh don't do this to me because i have this or don't say that to me because i have this and I feel like if you're constantly like that, you will never grow, right? You gotta, sometimes it's it's not about protecting yourself from what gives you those. It's about w- slowly wedging yourself into situations like those so that you can slowly put yourself back in a situation where you can be comfortable.
1: Because I know that there are like some and i I say this specifically, like some youtubers out there, you know that every time they post a video, it's always something and, and and I'm not saying this as like a bad way, you know it's good that they're that they are being open with it, you know because people should be more aware, yeah, you know, but it's a constant of every single time that they do something there's there's always there seems to always be like an explanation, almost like an excuse where like, oh, you know this is happening and you know, like you're, but why do you still, like there there are some that don't seek, you know, professional help and, and just let it go to like the far extent.
0: Yeah. I understand that I might not know everything about my mental issues and I might not know everything about mental health, mm-hmm. but I do have an understanding because of my mental health i've crippled myself to a point where i can't do certain things Mm -hmm. i never want that to stop me and i never want that to be a a part of who i really want to be maybe five ten years down the line Mm -hmm. but suffering from mental health doesn't mean that that's it for you like there's an analogy that the japanese people use it's a broken teapot and why they fixed that broken teapot and why they leave all the why they still show the cracks on the teapot is because that when you show the cracks on the teapot it shows how strong that teapot is and what it's gone through i feel like that's what mental health could be for people is those cracks mm-hmm. it's it's our scars to show people what we've gone through mm-hmm. i'm not who i am without my issues I can't show you all the good things in my life without showing you some of the bad that has come with it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, a lot of people, they like to filter out their life by mm-hmm. showing people only the good. Yeah. And I'm all up for it. It motivates people and inspires people. But the best way to motivate and inspire people also is to show them the reality of what comes with the good. You know, a lot of people, you see YouTubers that have 10, 10 million followers, a billion followers, Mm -hmm. but you didn't see the hard work that they had put in. You didn't see the investments that they put in. You didn't see the tears that they cried. You don't see the days where they wanted to give up.
1: Mm -hmm. Would you say that, like, it's okay for them to do things that will put them, like, not only themselves, but others at risk, like doing like crazy stunts? that they do because of whatever it is that they're going through?
0: Well, it depends, right? If I were to show people how I achieved everything that I achieved to this day, would it affect certain people? Yeah, it would. Because what I've gone through wasn't easy. What I had gone through, it took a lot of sacrifice. And what I had gone through, a lot of people have cheated me. And and me, the same to them because of the lack of knowledge. The lack of knowledge of not understanding certain things at the certain time. So if we were to show everything like that, yeah, would it deter someone? Would it harm someone? Yeah, I think so. You have to be able to be willing to weed out the extreme and what should be mm-hmm. so that people understand. There was a video that I saw. It was about uh, Steve, uh, Steve Harvey. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So... He was talking about meeting an uh, a, an online gamer. And he was saying, the online gamer was saying to him, like, oh, you know, like, I make this much. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of money. Yeah. So he broke it down. So in, in minute, it's seconds to minutes to hours to days to years, how much this kid was making. He was making, like, a million a year or something like that.
1: That's a lot of money.
0: Steve Harvey said, kids are different now they're making a means of living very differently from how they were back then that right there also sets a very um unrealistic standard for kids that are watching because they didn't see the struggle that that gamer had gone through to have the following that he had right now every kid wants to be a gamer Mm -hmm. now every kid inspires to be a gamer Mm -hmm. So every kid, they're coming home from school and they're gaming from the time they get home to the time they go to bed. But they're not doing their homework. They're not doing this. They're not doing that. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: It's such a very unrealistic idea for people that watch without understanding. It it goes the same with uh, my life is that people see what I have now, but they don't see how difficult it was when I had nothing. They don't see the sacrifices that come with having what I have. Even to me, what I have isn't a lot. Am I able to afford mics so that we could do a podcast? Yeah. Am I able to afford food for my fridge? Yes. Am I able to afford a computer so that I can work off? Yes. But it came with a lot of investment. It came with a lot of time. It came with a lot of patience. It came with a lot of heartbreak. -hmm. And it came with a lot of sadness. It came with a lot of depression. It came with a lot of reality that we as kids don't understand when we grow up. Mm -hmm. It breaks you down. When you start, you start smiling. Mm -hmm. When you end and you still have money in your hand, you're now frowning. Mm -hmm. And what people don't understand is that that's the process. There are times where we are happy for what we have and grateful for what we have. Mm-hmm. But there are also times where we look at what we have and we say, screw it all. Mm-hmm. I would rather be broke and happy than have what I have and be depressed and sad.
2: Mm-hmm
1: you know like talking like you know you talking about you know your business and everything and yes you've sacrificed a lot and i'm you know like for sure without a doubt i've been there every step and i've seen it yeah would you say though that it was worth all that even though you experienced like during that time it was the worst that your depression has ever been would you say that it was all worth it
0: to say if it was worth it yeah it is but i'm not going to say that it was easy to make it worth it. Am I appreciative of what I have and the people that I've met to help me get where I get? Yes, I'm very appreciative. I'm very happy that I'm able to do what I do and be okay because it made me a very strong person and it made me someone that wants to strive for more in my life and be able to do a lot more so that I can be there for my kids and you when the time comes for it. Mm -hmm. There are things where I could be appreciative of it and there are days where I look at it and I think, would it have been better off to work a nine to five, not have to think about much except the bill, come home, be with you, go to bed and repeat the day. You know, and a lot of people think that mindset there is ridiculous. But what you also have to understand is that of the many people that you see that are successful, There are also many that follow the same footsteps and are not successful. And that is a high chance and probability that you would fall in that. Mm -hmm. The easiest way, like I always say this to my artists is, is to be a rapper and to be a singer. Everyone's a rapper, everyone's a singer. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: What makes you any different? What makes you different is how your personality is how you approach music mm-hmm. how you approach the music business that's what makes you different yeah but being an artist everyone's an artist
2: mm-hmm.
0: even look at uh someone like ariana grande mm-hmm. she's an artist but she is also a, a person who's gone through her struggles you know, someone like Justin Bieber who's made his mental health very clear in, in, in his music career. Anyone can be an artist, someone like Justin Bieber, he is a strong human being that has kept himself up and at it, mm-hmm. even through times of depression. Yeah. through times of loneliness, through times of sadness, anger. It goes back to us, Are we the same? Are you a strong human? When I was working at McDonald's. I had a lot of people telling me like, yo, like you're getting pretty old working at McDonald's. But what they don't understand is that I always look at those kind of work and those kind of jobs as just a stepping stone to get to where I want to get.
1: Wouldn't you say that the the 9 to 5 is better?
0: Yeah, for some people it is. But it really just depends on the person, right? For me, to say if a 9 to 5 is fit for me, I can honestly say no. Because to have the creative freedom and the freedom to be able to Build a a whole business based off what I can do. Mm-hmm. It's it's a no brainer for me that I would always pick that. But I've also met some people that they're good with the nine to five. They ain't got no struggle.
2: Mm-hmm. They got
0: they they got a house. They got a mortgage. You know they 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 got their bills, but they're not worried because it's it's an income that they can count on.
1: Yeah, like, I'm not saying that, you know, money is important, but, Mm -hmm. you know, like, it truly, like, for me, you know, thinking about, like, the amount of debt that I have to pay back, like, school, you know, like, my credit card, you know, thinking about, you know, you know, even though I might not, like, be, you know, paying for, you know, certain things, I do think about it, like, how are we going to be able to to make the money that we pay for XYZ? So it really causes me to think about, like, oh, like, how are we going to do this?
0: With you and I, we both lived very different lives, right? Since I was a kid, the moment I could work, my mom, my dad made me work. My first job, I remember it was a paper route. Mm -hmm. Ten cents a paper, but it still came with a lot of work. After school, we'd come home, we'd have to roll all the newspaper. They would leave it out the front. It was super heavy. We'd have to take it, bring it inside, roll each roll, package it. Put it on a wagon. My dad built this mechanism where the wagon could be fit on a bike. Mm -hmm. And now you had to lug a wagon, newspapers, and still bike a good 30 to 45 minutes to get to where I needed to get to deliver papers.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. Now, there's a reason why I bring that up is because I remember my first job. Why I remember it was because it was an integral part of why I am the way I am to this day. Mm -hmm. Why my mentality is a little stronger. Because I remember my jobs, I remember the suffering, I remember what it took to even have a dollar. Mm -hmm. So, something that I used to remember very much was when I used to go hang out with my friends. You would ask your mom and your dad for money so that you could go and like if you like uh, we went to Wendy's a lot because it was right by my house. Yeah. So my friend would meet me at Wendy's. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how much a burger cost, so to me a dollar, a dollar forty six, that was expensive. At, at that time, I could compare it to like a twenty dollar bill.
1: Yeah,
0: that's expensive to me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that that was my gauge of how hard I had to work to make a dollar 46.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Now, every stage of my life and every stage that I'd gone through became an in, in integral part of who I became. So, the moment I turned, I think it was 16, I remember December 31st when I was 16, I got a job at McDonald's. Mhm. Why I remember that was because that was the day that my mom and my dad sat me down and said to me, son, if you want to buy stuff, you can no longer ask us. If you want it, you have to work hard and get it.
2: Yeah.
0: Because now you'll understand how hard it is to keep it and why you should care. If I wanted shoes, it wouldn't matter, right? My parents would buy me shoes. You wear it, you... You drag your foot across the the ground, you'd rip your shoe, they'd buy you another one. Mm -hmm. But when I was 16, that no longer applied. That was, do I have the money to buy myself a shoe? Even $20 shoes from Payless, that was expensive to me. Mm -hmm. That was super expensive. I didn't know how I was going to pay for it. Yeah. But it built my mentality to be a lot more understanding and to be a lot stronger. The reason why I feel like a lot of people suffer from mental health is because they're going through situations that they're not understanding. Yeah. So when they go through it, them not knowing how to deal with that situation drives them a little left and right.
1: Would you say that, like, after that, you know, starting to work and, you know, your parents saying, yeah, so now that you work, you have to pay for your own things. Whatever you need is coming out of your pocket. Would you say that you had f- started to understand why your parents were suffering from, like, let's say, you know, maybe why your parents were suffering from depression of, you know, not being able to to pay or give you guys certain things? Yeah. Wait, would you say you found, a, like, not maybe, maybe an appreciation for things that they could give you. But would you say you understood
0: that It made better? me a lot more understanding. Mm-hmm. Right? Because for me, I paid my whole first year of college working all summer long at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. That was the first time that I had the understanding that if I wanted something, I had to sacrifice something. Mm-hmm. I was the first in my family to go to college and this was for something that I wanted to do. Yeah, I worked almost every day during the summer at McDonald's mm-hmm. taking on multiple shifts a day. I was there from like 5 a.m. to like 5 p.m. sometimes. Some days I was there from open. I would leave to go home, nap, come back. I worked like 5 p.m. till 1 a.m. So I was there from like five a.m. till noon. Go home, nap, come back five p.m. to close, and then I would open the next day, and I did that constantly. Mm -hmm. But then that taught me that oh wow, like for me to have certain things, I had to sacrifice a lot of time with my friends or a lot of time with my family, and and it gave me that mentality. Like I wonder what my mom, my dad had to sacrifice.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: and then as i got older and as i am now in a spot where i can talk to my parents freely about stuff like this yeah they start to give me that perspective mm-hmm. you know sitting down with my mom and my dad you my mom and my dad saying to me oh you know like we work nights nice, so uh, uh yeah so they work nights nice, so during the day when we were home they were sleeping so they couldn't be with us as kids they couldn't they they weren't there and and you could see the sadness that came with that when they were saying it so it made me understand like now as an adult i actually start to put the puzzle pieces together that i couldn't when i was a kid as a kid i i i understood certain things but as an adult i can put those pieces together now and look back and be like oh so the days that I wanted to cry because it was hard or the days that I wanted to hang out with my friends because, you know, like, I had been working five days straight, six days straight. You know, I worked a week straight before I got, like, a day off. It puts things into perspective now, but, you know, back then, it was, it was kind of just like a hustle mentality. I want something I got to get. I got to work hard and I can get it. You know, like, even for my dad, like, I think as an adult now who is open about his mental health, I made it very well aware to my parents that, hey, you know, like I suffer from this and this, but it's not something that is brought up all the time because I don't need to bring it up. I just let let them know so that, yo, like, you know, with the job that I have, it's it's a little, it it causes me this. Mm Mm-hmm. And it, and I think that's okay.
1: Yeah, but you know, like the trying to bring the topic up to to your parents. I feel like you guys have a better relationship now. You know, after everything that's happened, you guys worked on it. You you can easily talk about it with your parents. Yeah, but it. How do I say this? Like f- like for example, like for me, to bring it up is very hard to talk about it with my parents. It's very hard. Like because you know like they don't understand that, that times have changed you know like the, the the things that are causing them depression are completely different from what's causing mine but so I think, how would you bring it up though like that's the thing
0: It's not something that you bring up though right I never bring I, I never brought up this topic but, like, but what I sh- what I did was I showed them I had to show my parents the generation gap. Old Asian parents, they know nothing about the internet. Yeah. But how do you expect them to know about the internet when the one person that does know about the internet isn't going to teach them about the internet? Mm
2: -hmm.
0: That's your job. It's the job of the child to teach the parents what this new generation is. Even with my parents, they have no idea how this company works or how I make revenue. Yeah. I had to teach them that, okay... This is what viewership looks like. This is what uh, royalties look like. This is what this looks like. This is what that looks like. These are what these business people do. This is what this is. Mm -hmm. It's our job to teach them these things. Yeah. They are stubborn because when they came to this country, they had no choice but to be stubborn because people weren't going to give them handouts. Yeah. They were stubborn because when they came here people looked at them like they were trash and dirt Mm -hmm. so they became that way
1: but like how would you go okay maybe not bring it up but how would you go about talking to parents like because i know that sometimes you know certain there there are um kids to adults that want to talk to their parents about they want to be more open about it so that their parents know what's going on how would you go about it though because it's not like you could just be like hey mom you know like i'm depressed you know sometimes it doesn't it doesn't work like that
0: it it doesn't work like that though and that's the thing is that i think a lot of people feel like it should work like that yeah oh mom i'm depressed you can't expect a parent to understand why you're depressed yeah for me i was able to show my parents I i had to be able to show my parents because if you don't show them what do they know i was able to show them because yes i'm able to make money so that i can live for myself that i can provide for myself but that came with the huge baggage yeah okay so i show my parents okay this is what my company is this is what we do this is what i am this is what this is what i do for these people okay so my parents start to understand okay so He helps people, okay? So what does he do when he helps people? Well, now I I show them, okay, I did this, I do this, I do this, this, and I do this. So they take that understanding. They go, okay, I see what he's trying to do. What kids nowadays, I I don't want to say kids, but what people do nowadays is they expect for the parent to be understanding without explaining to the parent what it is. I, I see it with you a lot is you and your sister... Your mom is a very stubborn person. Yeah. She ha- she still <laughs> has the immigrant mentality. Yep. But with you and your sister, you guys are so new school. Like you guys are so with this generation that when this generation took off with social media and this generation took off with certain things that an old generation an an older generation member doesn't understand anything like that. They don't get that Oh, social media works like that? Oh, you know, like with them, it's still about the newspaper. If it's printed on the newspaper, that's factual. Yeah. But they don't understand that now we have factual sources on the internet. Mm -hmm. We also have sources that lie. And when parents read those, they think it's a fact.
2: That's true. But you
0: have to be able to teach them what is fact and what is fiction, what is real, what is fake.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because I know that, like, you know, like, for me, like, I've tried to talk to my mom about it. Like, I'm, like, you know, like, I've sat down with my mom before, and I'd be like, hey, mom, you know, like, and, and, you know, she'll be like, oh, like, are you okay? You know, all that stuff, small talk. And then when we try to get into it, I'll be like, you know, like, I'm actually feeling depressed. And she'll be like, oh, what's making you depressed? And I'll be like, you know, school. Because, you know, for me, you know, like, there are so many things that are happening at school, and there's a like, at the end of it, too, you know, like, the main thing is that I have to pay X amount after school. So, so I'll be like, Mom, you know, like, I'm depressed. You know, school is causing me this and this. I don't know what to do. And and she'll be like, why is school causing you depressed? There should be no reason to. So it's, it's, it's hard to talk. I feel like some people out there find it really hard to talk about it. Or, or maybe parents, you know... Are, they don't see it. And, and, you know, it goes back to uh, to what you said, too, you know, like that so we have to help inform our parents, but also try to understand them, too. Yeah,
0: because a lot of people, what they're not understanding of is your parent is an immigrant. So when mm-hmm. they hear their child say school is stressing me out. Even for me, if I was an immigrant parent and I heard my kid tell me that school is stressing you, out, I would think my child is the dumb fuck <laughs> because. My parents didn't get the education. My, mm-hmm. my parents suffered to work in a factory every day.
1: Yeah, no, and you know, like I yeah, get that.
0: And, and that's something that people don't get though. Yeah. They, they're not willing to understand that part of it. So when their parents say something like that, they go bonkers and they're like, oh, yo, my parents don't understand. My parents say this. My parents are the bad people. But flip it now you have to think from their point of view. Yeah, no. And now you have to be able to show them. Okay. You know, like what is it that you want to do then? Yeah. If you're not willing to do it, then your parents going to just sit there and be like, okay, you are you're just lazy. And it goes with every, it goes with everyone that is in that shoe is, I've seen so many kids come to me and say, I want to be a rapper. I want to be an artist. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. What do you have? oh i i I have things written down do you have any material no i don't i don't have a mic i don't have a recording studio do you have a phone yeah i have a phone do you have the recording app yeah i have it then you could have done it no 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 no. i need a i I need this and that yeah okay so at that point you're making excuses and Mm -hmm. every parent is gonna see your excuse oh i want to be an artist okay have you done anything to be an artist Mm -hmm. you haven't done anything so you just saying you want to be something doesn't mean anything to the parent.
1: Yeah. No, and I, and I get that, you know, it's because I also understand it from the standpoint where, like, where they came from, they had nothing. Yeah. So for them, they came all the way here, you know, to to Canada, to, you know, to to a different place to give us a better life. So to them, they're giving us the best life because they didn't have anything. You know, but sometimes, you know, I know that there are people out there that that want to talk to their parents.
0: Wanting to talk to your parent is is going to be extremely hard because, you know, I'm not going to say that parents aren't understanding. They are Mm -hmm. what they're what but what is hard for them is understanding the world today. That's hard. You tell a parent today, you tell an immigrant parent today that a kid can make a million dollars in a year playing video games. And that parent is going to tell you that's bullshit. You tell a parent that we can podcast and make money. And that parent's going to be like, so you talk for one hour and you make money and they'll say bullshit. Mm -hmm. It's the world that has changed. And we being a part of that change that makes it very hard for the parent to talk to us because as the world changes we as the new generation understand that change yeah we understand electric cars we understand tesla we understand certain things that this generation still has no idea about yeah they're still driving their 2005 toyota corollas while this new generation's going for teslas Mm -hmm. there's no bridge to close that gap Yeah, and it makes it very hard for parents to talk to their child because when their child talks, it makes them feel like the idiot, Mm -hmm. and when they feel like the idiot, yeah, of course they're gonna come a little more aggressively because the parent they want to be able to understand, they want to be able to teach their child.
1: Yeah, no, and you know, like, and not saying that you know to like bash and you know like our like uh, the parents because I know that when it comes down to it, I know that when we have kids, you know. It's going to be the exact same thing mm-hmm. where we are not going to be able to understand where our kids are coming from because the time that they're growing in, even if we, you know, try to, there's so much that we can, there's so much that, that we can understand.
0: I was put things into perspective because your sister was born in 2002. <laughs> I'm born in 1992. Yeah. That generation gap to me, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like a lot. Yeah. But then when she puts it into perspective, oh, you're a decade older than me. Okay, now that's huge. But then what really puts into perspective is when, you know, I'm on social media and I'm like, oh, you know, the woe was in. <laughs> and then I go and I tell her and I do it for fun and she's like, you know how that's, that's gone now, right? I'm like, I just found out about that yesterday,
1: yeah, or like you know when like the nene
0: was into too. Yeah. and
1: you know you just do it for jokes and then and then you re- and then she goes and she says the exact same thing, and you're like, wait what
0: and yeah. and these are things that even between me and her I'm only twenty eight mm-hmm. so
1: you know what it is, you don't think about it because you're with me because me and my sister are like are like four years apart, you know, so uh, she. It's it's not that big of an age gap, you know? So, but because I'm with you, you know, like, y- you don't think about that age gap. Yeah. You know?
0: No, and that's the hard thing. It's like, look, even for me and the people that I'm with, they're a lot older. The artists that I work with, too, they're they're within my age gap. Yeah. So, when I work with them, it's a lot more of the same stuff that we, we, we can relate to.
1: You know, like, I feel like... There are people out there that are ashamed of of having a mental health mm-hmm. um I don't know if I should use the word like problem, you know yeah, like yeah. like they have it and they're ashamed of it, yeah, you know and and then they just they never how do I say this they don't want to. Do confront anything, issue. yeah. Confront it, confront it, and try to try to resolve it in some way.
0: And I understand that very very well too, because when you have to confront your mental health issues, yet most of the time you are confronting someone that means a lot to you. Mm-hmm. So, like for example, a lot of the trauma that has happened to me is because they've been with people that are very significant to me in my life Mm -hmm. so if i had to confront it i have to confront them yeah and if i confront them people are scared to either lose them Mm -hmm. people are scared of what their opinion is going to be about us or about about them and then number three is people are scared because you love them so much yeah right like for example like confronting and being ashamed i understand very well because there was a there was a there was a stint in my life where i was ashamed of who i was and i was ashamed of everything that i had done before before me being who i am now yeah me being who i am now has made it possible to not be ashamed and to be a lot more understanding of who I was. Mm-hmm. But when I was ashamed, it made it very hard
2: mm-hmm.
0: for me to talk to people, for me to you know, not be so in my own head. Yeah. Now, I can... I can start to understand people. I can start to relate to people. I can start to break things down. I talk about my experiences now not in a way to bring shame to my past actions, but uh, to bring knowledge to people so that they understand that it's okay Mm -hmm. and that there is a means after it all.
1: Yeah, you know, some people don't... don't see it as a way where, like, yes, you know this is a problem but if you can confront it if you can you can learn from it you will only be stronger you will be in a better place and and you'll be a much better person yeah you know i'm i'm not saying that you have to be a bad person or whatever it is but in a way where like you can better yourself in in a whole new way that you would have never been been able to if you had not confronted it and and acknowledged that yes there's a problem
0: yeah when people come to me and i take people on in my company the reason why i do it is because when i do it and i first introduce myself to them most of the time it's to strangers mm-hmm. that i've recruited for my company yeah i bring up a lot of my past so that they understand that what this guy stands for is real Mm -hmm. because what i do stand for i believe in wholeheartedly of course mental health the rehabilitation of your own mind the rehabilitation of yourself so that you become more understanding of your faults Mm -hmm. these are things that i hold very dearly to me yeah my morals and my ethics are around my mistakes and around forgiveness of those mistakes yeah because i don't believe in in people canceling someone else. Yeah. I've I've had I've been on that side where I've had people cancel me because of because of what I was Mm -hmm. but not who I am now. Yeah. So when you break it down and you explain to them, hey, I'm sorry that I did that. At that at that time I wasn't understanding. I didn't know. Yeah. But this is what I've done now. This is where I am now this is why I am the way I am. And I hope that you can forgive me. Mm -hmm. When you get to that point, there's a lot more solace that, that you can come to terms with. Yeah. There's a lot more of you that you come to terms with Mm
2: -hmm.
0: that. You are not this scumbag that you used to be anymore. Mm -hmm. And, and, that's why so many people you know that's why people join my and join this company is because they feel that they understand that mm-hmm. they want to make a difference
1: yeah but it's also like you know they know that they're not alone in 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 dealing with it they know that there is someone else within the company you know that's going through it and 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 they can talk about it Like if they choose to do so,
0: yeah. And I and I at the end of the day, that's all I want for them to do is to be able to talk about it. Mm -hmm. I don't care if it's with me. I don't care if it's with someone else. I don't care if it's with their parents. But talk about it. Don't hide from it. Yeah. Because the the longer you hide from it,
1: the worse it will it could get.
0: The worse it comes to bite you in the butt later.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: You know because never to be ashamed of your mental health like that's the number one thing don't be ashamed of your mental health don't be ashamed of your flaws but to be more understanding of your situation and why you are the way you are and that at the end of it there is a way out Mm
2: -hmm.
0: it's just like i've said you know like just don't use it as a crutch I, I've never appreciated people that use mental health as a crutch for something else, mm-hmm. for fame, for for clout, for for certain things that have nothing to do with anything that they're saying. Yeah, you know, I use mental health as a means to help people, mm-hmm. but it's not our focus. My focus is to take the people that come to me, teach them how to use what they're good at. And to take that and to go teach the world to do the same thing.
2: Yeah.
0: If we can do that, we'll fix mental health one problem at a time. We'll Mm -hmm. fix people one problem at a time. Yeah. We could build a community of stronger generations one generation at a time. It's true. It's, It's something that I wish someone would have said to me. Because everything that I had gone through had taught me that. Yeah. But everything that I was, everything that I had gone through has also made me the person that I am. Mm-hmm. You know, you used to say to me, oh, you used to smile a lot. But now I don't. But it's not because I don't. It's just because I can't. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much that when I look at things, I, I understand. You lose the innocence. Yeah. When you lose that innocence, you do become someone different. Yeah. And that's where, you know, like, mental health in relationships come from, too. Mm-hmm. Is in a relationship, they expect the person that they they first fell in love with to be the person that they marry and, and live a life with. Yeah. But in a relationship, you grow. Yeah, no. And no, no. you have to be willing to understand that growth and be willing to grow with that growth. Yeah. You know?
1: No, I I totally get that because, you know, like, there are times... Before, where I'm like, oh, like, you know, like he's not the person that I fell in love with, mm-hmm. you know, like he's not that same person. But at the same time, it's like it's ridiculous of me to, to, like, back then, you know, like to, to expect that, you know, thinking back now, you, it, it's, it's, it's a ridiculous idea because it's like so much has happened and, and it's affected you in such a way where like you know like that it was so bad but at the same time you've learned from it too. Yeah. You know and, and and I'm thankful that you know you are who you are now because I know that if it wasn't and you were how you were back then we wouldn't be where we are. Yeah. And we wouldn't be as like as strong as we are and how do I say this like you wouldn't be you wouldn't be my rock where we like i could depend
0: on you wholeheartedly and i i i 100 agree with that because everything that i have gone through has made me this very definitive person that i am to this day mm-hmm. you know i'm 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 not saying that i've changed a whole lot what i'm saying is that my understanding has grown now Mm -hmm. so things that i wasn't understanding of before i am now Mm -hmm. and i can look at it from different points of view i can look at it from perspectives that i never would have thought before yeah that's why when people say oh he's not the person or she's not the person that i fell in love with i always say to them is what are you expecting
1: yeah that's true
0: because if you were expecting 10 years and he's still the same person or she's still the same person something's wrong with your relationship there was no growth in your relationship
1: that's true you know but some people might yeah some people might see it as like um how do you say this oh like you've changed so much you know like it's it's so bad you know people always have something to say but at the same time you know and i do agree with what you said is that there needs to be change because the two people in the relationship you need to grow yeah that you you have to grow to to figure out who you are as individuals
0: but also together yeah. as a couple. That that's the that's the that's the one thing that I see in all in most relationships that end up like with a breakup is when they talk about the their mental health deteriorating because of a relationship is because as one person grows one is not.
1: Yeah. That's true
0: for for a relationship to grow both have to grow at their own at their on their own Mm -hmm. and come back to understand the relationship and the dynamic of both people in that relationship yeah right because if if i grew to be this person but you didn't now mentally we're not going to be on the same wavelength anymore we're not going to be able to understand each other anymore yeah so as one person grows one has to also understand oh he or she is progressing in life i also have to too because if i don't i'm gonna get left behind Mm -hmm. and as they are then it should be a positive relationship even with all the negative aspects that happen in your life you know bad things happen Mm -hmm. and that's okay yeah but if both are mentally prepared for it and mentally grow when they meet in the middle, the dynamic of that relationship is now changed to be a lot more understanding of each other's responsibilities, yeah. each other's bullshit.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And you can confront things together later yeah. on. And that's why like, I, I totally understand where you come from when you say that a lot of people where one is trying to make the two steps, three steps forward while the other person is stagnant, you know? They get depressed because that person that wants to make moves, they can't.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's not that they can't, but but they're coming from a place where I want to take these steps with you. I yeah. want to grow with you. So you need to take the step just like I am gonna take a step. That's you know?
0: why like whenever I hear about people like um an ex talk about their other ex, it's always about, oh, she cheated on me or he cheated on me. But then when I hear the story. And I hear about, oh, this person, you know, she was, she was climbing up the ladder in her work and she met someone and she fell in love with him. And I'm like, okay, so where are you in your life? Oh, I'm unemployed. I'm sitting at home. I'm doing nothing. Well, yeah, of course she would fall in love with someone else. Mm-hmm. She's progressing in life. There's no reason for her to fall down to your level if you're not willing to try and catch up to hers as well. True. If she has tried to push you and you're not willing to get up and go, it's also your fault mm-hmm. for her to cheat. Yes, that is wrong, but it's also your fault. And you have to come to terms with the fact that you had a
1: role in it, too, is because yes. she can no longer depend on you like emotionally and mentally yes. and if it's put aside the physical the physical has nothing to do with no. it it's just because she was able to find somebody else that could be with like be with her on an intellectual level yes. therefore and it's like i said it's not that i don't condone cheating at all it is wrong yes but she was able to have that that intellectual mental connection with someone else because they are on the same page with her. Yeah. They are able to give her that other level of, um, of need that yeah. she craved for
0: in a relationship. And, and this goes back to like the whole mental health issue is takes a lot of patience, mm-hmm. takes a lot of understanding. Mm-hmm. Those two things. It's very well needed when it comes to mental health. Yeah. It's, Understanding and patience. Mm -hmm. Patience to understand what's wrong. Understanding to understand how to go about this. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not going to happen overnight. It's one small step every day. Whether that be, you know, like, I've met a lot of people. I've been in that situation where it's hard for me to work. Mm -hmm. But it's one small step. Opening up my computer turning it on, opening the page and just have it sit there. Yeah. It's one small step because now it's open. Mm -hmm. It'd be ridiculous if I didn't type a few things. Yeah. Oh, now I'm typing a few things. Now it's ridiculous if I don't go and do this and I don't go and do that. Yeah. These are the things that people need to understand is one small step. Mm -hmm. And every step that you take, be proud of those steps. Mm -hmm. Because it's progress. It's, It's progress that... You didn't see before, mm-hmm. and and mental health. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah, mental health is only another way for you to understand certain things that you didn't understand before in your life.
2: Yeah,
0: whether it be your relationship with your parents, whether it be your relationship with your your friends, whether it be in your own personal life. Yeah, mental health is just another means to understand certain things hmm It's not going to be easy. And I'm not saying as an expert, I am far from an expert. Yeah. But I'm saying from my own. Experiences. It, yeah. My own experiences, my own path, and my own journey, and what I've been through, and the people that I've met and have been able to help doing what we do, it's one small step.
2: Yeah.
0: Of trying to understand and better your own life.
2: Mm-hmm
0: suicide is not the answer and if you do feel like you you have no way out you know we'll post the suicide hotline but there are also people that you can talk to in your life yeah. you're not always alone
2: mm-hmm.
0: anytime you do feel like you're alone understand that that thought there's a reason why you're thinking it is because someone else has already thought about it someone else has already overcome it yeah yeah these things you, you just because you've gone you're going through it and this is the first time doesn't mean it's the first time for someone else they've either gone through it overcome it we're still going through it mm-hmm. things can be talked through yeah but be willing to talk it through and not be ashamed of what you're going through mm-hmm. so true Okay, um, I think we'll end the podcast here for this episode. Uh, we hope that you don't take what we say uh, the wrong way. Mm-hmm. What we said is purely out of our own experiences and what we've gone through in our own lives.
1: Mm-hmm. This is just like a discussion. You know, we are in no means professionals. We we don't know everything. We are still human. We ourselves are still learning about about this and ourselves too that's why we hope that you know you you aren't so
0: that you aren't offended
1: exactly that's the word
0: we hope that this episode was able to bring light and new perspective on certain things in life Um, these are just my experiences and my wife's experiences so we hope that if you are willing and wanting to share go ahead and reach out to us Um, once again, thank you for listening to the statues podcast and we'll see you guys again. Bye-bye.